While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. It is us, the Murder Boys. Murder, 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 murder. And uh, as always, uh, we are here with uh, the the man, the myth. Actually, it's not a myth, nor is he a legend, but he's just a man. He's oh, a man with a plan. A man that I stand. <laughs> oh my god! I stand. Will you please, with Derek? Derek, <laughs> the bidet bidets. I haven't called oh. you that in a while, so I'm gonna call you Derek. Yeah, it was today. it was a wonderful time. A, it was a wonderful time. Wonderful, Derek bidets. Uh, How are you, sir? I'm upset already. <laughs> <laughs> um, also on the call, we have uh, hopefully soon to be permanent member, the 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 indomitable, the inimitable Elias. <laughs> I think I need a wrestler intro, some music or something. We'll talk about the music <laughs> later in the movie, too. I, I, I couldn't get Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart to give us any new music. He's the, you, did you know he was the guy who was in charge of all the music for the WWF? I have no idea what you're talking you about. Remember, you remember? Oh, yeah, of course you don't because you were too young. Mind you, Elias, FYI, it's going to be a constant thing now that you're new here, now that you're on the show. Uh, Derek was born in 1989, so he is young as fuck. And, uh, and everything that we say, he says, whenever it goes over his head, we're like, that's because you're too young. I hate you're you like, all. I'm already you're hating the same you, age as, You're the same age as fucking Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift is way more learned and cultured. Well, so. uh, she's just better person than I am. <laughs> I because never I certainly don't want to say anything <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't want to get these Swifties mad at us. Anyways, but uh, no, but uh, but yeah, no. So so do you, you Elias, you remember Jimmy the Mouth of the South? Of course I do. Heart. Um, and uh, he's got some really great presence on um, that series called on Hulu. Beyond the Ring. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Stories and he he kind of cameos in a couple of the episodes. He's an awesome yeah, he, well, So what? So what he was in charge of back in the day? He was actually like in charge of the ring music, like the walk up music for a lot of the guys. So most of the music that you heard in like the late eighties and the, during the Hulkamania era and the beginnings of the Attitude era, uh, like a lot of those music that you could tell was not like from an actual band. Like it was like cheesy walk up wrestling music. It was mostly him. He's the one who basically did all the music for like I am a real American. Like he wrote no all that. No way. Shit. 
Yeah, he wrote all that shit. That was all that music was his. That is an amazing. Probably even act. the under, maybe even the Undertaker's dong. Who knows? But either way, um, <laughs> so yeah. But he's the one. He's the one who did all the music. Either way, as well. What a great I got to achievement. Myself. I did it is, Undertaker's it is a great dong. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, wow. Yeah, I love <laughs> dual the dual the dual, the duality of that comment. <laughs> Um, I don't know where to go from there. Honestly, I don't. Elias, thanks for joining. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for <laughs> joining us again. Happy to be here. Oh God! All right. So, um, as as well, I am Tomas, Tomas Hamaras Hamon. Anyways, but um, <laughs> so now that we uh we've gone through the introductions, let's go ahead and go to what are we drinking tonight, fellas? Uh, Elias, we'll start off with you first. Um. I was actually in Boston last week, and I actually went to the Sam Adams Brewery. So I picked up this uh, brew that they only sell at Fenway Park or at the brewery itself. It's called Wicked Fenway IPA. Pretty good. Nice. That's awesome. This week. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. It, it, where is Samuel Adams from? Is it Boston? It's Boston, yeah. It's Boston. Yeah, it's in, um, it's in an area called Jamaica Plain. That's the name of the area. It's okay. a, it's a, it's mostly, it's, it's like a middle class, you know, middle to a lower middle class area. Not, not bad. Yeah. It's a nice area. Um, and like, it's, it's mostly like a, it's, a, it's like a more Hispanic area. It's Very a lot much. of like Dominican and hmm. Dominican, Puerto Rican, like salons and bodegas and things of that nature. But it's a cool spot. Like it's a real cool area. Like my aunt lived there and we, me, me and Michelle one year, we went to go visit my aunt. We, uh, we, uh, actually walked over to the brewery Like we walked to the brewery that day. It was, cool. it was in it was, it was like within 15 minutes of the house. So we just walked over, and it's a great it's a great brewery. And you remember in the old Sam Adams commercials when we were there? I don't know when you were there, Elias, but yeah, the guys guy. who were working in the brewery, same guy with the same beard, dude with a beard. He was there. Oh, he's like the head brewer. Yeah, he's like he's in charge of all the brewing. Lead of R and D there. That's that's what that whole site is used for for their R and D for national products. Yeah, so they'll do little things and things like that there. How many breweries do they have nationwide? They only have a few. They don't have that many. I think they're the largest American brewery after Anheuser-Busch got bought out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying like they had, but they, but they, but they have brewers that, that make that are licensed to make their stuff. They, um, they make their they make their original flavors there, but then they send the ingredients and the processes to these other brewers across yes. the nation for distribution I, I purposes. I think in Cincinnati. So that way it's easier to distribute. Yeah. yeah they had, like, when we were there, they had, yeah, when we were there, they had like three or four like brewers that they actually like sent out and that would, that would like create and then they distribute from there. So yeah, it's cool, dude. It's a cool setup. I, Derek, you've never been, dude? No. Yeah. I went to the, the show, dude. There's a brewery, uh, Tour here somewhere in Houston, but um, I feel like I've been St. Arnold. It might have been St. Arnold, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, St. Arnold, and then of course you go to Katie. Katie, there's no limit, and Shiner's no, got yeah, a, no label. Sorry, the no Shiner's label. got one, right? Yeah, but Shiner's out near uh, San Antonio. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you have to drive to San Antonio to get to Shiner. Shiner, uh, Shiner is a, uh, it's a little bit out there, but yeah, no, it's it's like it's. It's on the way to San Antonio, and then you take you get off at the Shiner exit, and it's like another 30, 45 minutes off of I ten, like way off. Wow. Like it's out there, but yeah. So it's it's, 
But uh, but yeah, no, no, uh, no. They definitely do. Derek, go to Boston, dude, and go to go to the brewery, hang out. It's really good. It's a really cool brewery. I'm sure that tour is good. I, and it, I've never been to Boston, but if I ever go there, I'm sure that that won't be the only stop. There's got to be a billion cool places no. in Boston. Oh, dude, there's yeah. there's so <laughs> many cool places. There's so many breweries. It's insane, dude. There's Food so many breweries. Big. Insane. Oh man, Quantum Brewing that. Company is over there, dude. Is Quantum is great. Uh, Night Owl. Night Owl is amazing over in Lynn. I went to Night Owl Brewing last time I was up there. That's They're pretty amazing. legit, dude. Man, I'm going to have to go off. Yeah, it's it's cool as hell. It's cool. It's cool as hell. Um, but um, all right. Well, that's awesome, Elias. What do you... What? I don't know. I'm last. <sighs> Derek, what are you drinking? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen. Um, I'm having another Stella Artois cider. Oh, and, and you know, I never noticed, but on your cider bottle, it's spelled the fancy way. Oh yeah, super fancy. S i d r e. Yeah. Or C- instead of S i d e r. C C i. C i. Sorry, C i. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, I got you. Um, I'm a little blind. A little blind tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, and tonight I am doing again Crystal Light, but I don't have any Bacardi. I'm having I'm having Crystal Light and Kraken. Oh wow. Kraken. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> Kraken. <laughs> Is it is it that nice? Kraken. Okay. It kind of tastes like cough syrup, so I'm sipping on some scissor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You'll be releasing a rap album in a few. Oh, yes, man. yes, yes. Just call me little Bre- little little Beezy because I'm known as Bebo also. So little Beezy. I'll just call you Snoop. <laughs> Droop dog in the house. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Well. Since since we've gotten that out of the way, let's go ahead and take it to the news desk. News of the day. My name is Derek. No, stop it. I love it. Do the good part. And you know why? Oh my god. Stay. In the year of our Lord, 2023. Okay, well, what kind of stuff you guys got on tap? I got a few things, but let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's, let's discuss. It's coffee talk. So I saw this uh, article that was talking about, you know, it, it just seems like sometimes folks will find anything to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it they were talking about Harrison Ford and the making of the Dial of Destiny and how he basically yeah, yeah. won't do any stunts and he doesn't like he immediately has his double do everything that he could do. And my first thought was he's about to fall he's over. He's old. <laughs> like, well, he, I think I think it was because, dude, he. He he got hurt in the filming of Force Awakens. Sure, like dude. he broke his arm, and he's old, dude. Like that's he's not he's, that's he's, he's fucking years. He's eighty years old. He's fucking years old. Like so, yeah, no, like, he's an eighty-year-old man. Here's here's my thing. Like I'm happy to. I, I was happy to see him, you know, revisit Han Solo as a character, and I'll be happy to see him revisit Indiana Jones, but. 
I am well aware that I am on borrowed time at this point. That guy could go at any moment. <laughs> and if he needs a breather, like I've seen 80 year old people, they don't move so quick. I mean, <laughs> you need to get him he a moves, break. He moves good for he's he's a pretty spry 80 year old either way, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't mean to like imply that he's, you know, about to eat dirt or something, but I'm worried about it. And I'm I'm excited that he's still working and if he's enjoying himself and yeah. the stuff we've seen with him and Key, dude, like come on. So question. I wonder Yeah, go ahead. And which one was it? Crusades. Yeah, what about it? Last Crusade, yeah. Sean Connery played his dad, right? Right. Yes. Sean Connery was like 50, 45, 50 years old in that movie. He's, all, he, he's yeah, Sean Connery's only Sean, Con- Sean Connery was only about 10 years older than than Harrison Ford in that movie. Oh in my real life. Gosh. Tell skewed because you're a little kid, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> you know. I just, I think we just destroyed Derek's mind here. I I I think we okay. I feel for him though. Like, come on. I mean, Sean Sean Connery's dead. He, he can't feel anymore. So no, what I mean is like I feel. For <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Harrison Ford making this decision to you know prioritize a comfortable life over any yeah, job, dude. you know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's he's dude. I dude. I am not hating on Harrison Ford at all whatsoever he took back he wore the fedora he did as much as he could at 80 years old which is damn good yeah i mean Her- i mean clean eastwood looks like he's 98 and he's, he's 93 <laughs> though he's not too far he's, 90, <laughs> he's not too far he's 93 and he looks like he's 93 i don't think harrison ford looks 80 he looks like he's in his late 60s early 70s he looks good for his age yeah, he but he's 80 fucking years old He's 80 fucking years old. So, that just I mean, blows my mind that he's 80 years old. God. Yeah, dude. He's, it's crazy. But no, I'm not surprised, dude. I'm not surprised. He's 80 fucking years old. There's a reason they pay him the money and they pay his stuntman the money to do he's, their job. Yeah. He's got to redeem himself for that Crystal Skull movie that he made. <laughs> oh, so that's why I will say there. this. I just rewatched it and I will, I will fucking die on this ledge, on this hill. I honestly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I did when I went to go see it in the theaters. I appreciated it more. Now, granted, it does have its faults. Like, fucking Shia LaBeouf as a Tarzan is not great. But Kate Blanchett did a great job with what she had to do. And I was I enjoyed it. It was a little far-fetched for it to be aliens. That was a little wild. But the actual movie in itself, I enjoyed it. It did what it's supposed to do, which is it made it made the whole point of, these of movies, your life. And and I and I was okay with that. This movie wasted an hour and 45, 40 minutes of my life, and I was not okay with it. So let's just go back from there. Let me just step back from that. But but the whole point of these movies are they're supposed to be like the old timey forties and fifties serials that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg watched as kids. So yeah, they did the whole you know mythical thing you know with Raiders and Temple and and in Last Crusade and why not do us an alien shit. Who knows? I mean, that's the whole point. It did so. There's so many sci-fi serials that were created that were cheesy as fuck. And this is movies pretty damn cheesy to they a certain degree. Done, they could have done so, anything else. He could have found Atlantis. 
He could have dug up the Titanic. Well, that's already been done. It was done on the computer. He found Atlantis on the computer. Oh, really? Uh, sorry, sorry. I played that game. It was a great game. Okay. In other news. Nerd alert. <laughs> no. Has no, anyone yeah, watched no. uh, 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 Secret watch Invasion? I have not seen it. I'm still waiting to watch it, but I did finish watching. What did I finish watching? I watched uh, the first two episodes of fucking Strange World, Strange New World. Oh, such a good show. That show is so phenomenal. Show. God, I love that show. Have you what? seen that show, Elias? No, I. that's that's a they, new one, right? Just, that's Star Trek. It's on Star Trek. Oh, okay. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Star Trek Strange New World. It's a prequel to the, the, the Enterprise original series. We'll go into that. It's not really news, but it's such a really good fucking show. Like, it's really good. Because the guy who plays in the show, Anson Mount, the actor, he plays Captain Pike. I don't know. How much of a Trekkie are you, Elias? Or how much do you watch? Have you watched Star Trek? Is this Pike's kid? dad? Or... No, this is Pike. Cap- no, Captain Pike. This is, the, this is the captain of the Enterprise before Kirk. Okay. From the pilot that dies in the pilot. Then Kirk takes over. So this is uh, Pike. These are the adventures of the Enterprise before Kirk even shows up. Like, there's a Kirk on the show. It's just not James T. Kirk. <laughs> it's a different Kirk. Yeah. It's, his, it's his brother, and he's a medical officer or a science officer. Yeah. But but whatever. But it's but Spock is on the show. There's a guy who plays Spock, and he plays Spock. Phenomenal. Dude, the show is such a good show. It's very well written, and they do a lot of – they're doing the things that original series did in the past, which was – have a lot of social, you know, like, you know, commentary to a certain degree, but in the essence of Star Trek, you know what I mean? And other worlds and dealing with those kinds of things, which is really good, which is really, and it's very smart, but it's this, this season, this season so far has been very good. Like we haven't had that kind of, uh, kind of dialogue level and and thoughtful storytelling since it's been very smart. I'm going to have to check it out. Probably. Yeah, it's really good. And then, Derek, I know you said, and this is the news again, but just to, as a tangent, I know you said you didn't like Picard. Did you watch the last season? No. I dropped it about halfway through the second You shouldn't. You need to, okay, forget about the second, uh, finish the second season. You should, because it's kind of in a context in the third season. But dude, the third season is like, it's like Next Generation 2.0. It's so good because they changed the showrunner and the guy decided, why the fuck are we bringing anyone else in here? And he decided to bring everybody back. It's like getting the band back together, bro. It was mm. so good. You need to watch it. I know. Slog through the second season. Finish it off. Because it does lead into the third season in regards to what they're trying to do. But it's really good, dude. It's really good. You won't be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, Derek. I'm, uh, just finish okay, it. Okay. Just finish it. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about just Dune? Oh yes, they just released the second trailer. Did you watch the, tra- the trailer? Yes, Elias, dude. You see the trailer. Oh man! Earlier, I just rewatched last week. But they just so okay. Good. So they they just released the second trailer for Dune, and it looks unbelievable. Like I'm watching the trailer, and in my head, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like. Fuck! They're really gonna show this war. They're really gonna show this war, like even Dude. more so than the '80s one. The '80s one is whatever. A lot of like montage for the war. They never really show. But what they show in this mo- in this trailer, I'm like, 
holy fuck, they're going to show blown out battles with thousands of CGI'd extras. Yeah. Probably had hundreds there in person, and they just accentuated it with thousands of CGI's, just repeated them like like yeah. the ring yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it but it looks phenomenal. And then of course the trailer ends, which from the original was the long live the fighters. Because he was saying it in English or whatever yeah. they talk in English, whatever it's considered English. They, he speaks it in fucking Arakeen, which is insane. I'm just like, fuck, Dude, Danny Villeneuve is a goddamn genius. This whole that whole second trailer just kept giving me the vibe of like really good tension in the story being told like mm-hmm. not not very shallow emotional concepts or poor acting like this is all so no. entrenched in this like tension and that just sounds great like that sounds like a fantastic movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh man what's and the release really- date we got for it mm. in november oh okay so it's a lot sooner november. than i thought okay yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in November. You watched you watched the one from last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just without yeah. getting pushed out, um, my son just came up and told me, "Hey, Spider Man's not coming out till what twenty twenty five now or twenty no, no, that wasn't it. That was that was a, that wasn't that wasn't really. No? Like, it's, it's still coming. So as of right now, it's still coming out till twenty four. There was a twenty four. Okay. Uh, that was a, that was a hoax. That was a hoax thing. Yeah, I read that too. I got to start. Uh, but yeah, no. What I trust coming out of my teenagers' mouth then. <laughs> and TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Everything coming out of TikTok, you gotta take with a grain of salt, Papa. Gotta take with a grain of salt. Because my daughter comes with stuff too. I'm like, where did you learn that? Yeah. She's like, oh, it's Snapchat. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. I don't trust anything on the internet. Unless they talk about space lizards and fucking ice monsters. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, what was it? <laughs> what was that bullshit? The ice giants and the Yes, no, at the even, at the end of the at, on the at, at the edge of the earth. Even, even worse, even back. worse. We didn't see it live. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, no, God. Elias. I don't think Elias has heard that episode. So, so Derek and Eric had this like ongoing like beef that uh, that uh, what's it called? He his um. He, the, that, the whole like, thing saw, goes like, whether or not we actually went to the moon, and he's no, no, like, no, no. Oh, I totally no, agree says, with. No, no. That we went we did to go the to the moon, moon. But, but what we saw was Stanley Kubrick's filming of the moon landing. <laughs> oh my god! It, I, so I I used to work in aerospace in Houston at Johnson Space Center, and it just flips me out every time I hear this. Like these conspiracies, <laughs> rips me up. Oh god. So he 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 believes that we went to the moon. He totally believes that. He doesn't he think that we had he, the technology to accomplish that at that time. No, 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 no. To accomplish the viewing in real he time. He doesn't think that we had that we had the technology. Well, it, it's always going to be a delay. I don't know how, how long is the delay from the moon. What, like eight minutes, six, it, seven it minutes? It could have been like a few minutes. I'm not even sure. It's like two, three minutes. The Mars. Two, three minutes. There you go. Longer. Mars is like eight minutes, eight, thirteen minutes of like. Correct. That. But but like like the the he see he says that no we went to the moon he totally believes that Neil Armstrong went to the moon all that stuff that's that's true that all the dialogue is from the moon everything like that he just feels that the video portion of the moon landing is filmed by Stanley Kubrick in a warehouse in a soundstage somewhere in New York that's what he feels he so feels. HBO did a Fantastic miniseries, and there's an actual episode dedicated to the moon landing 
and the progression of all the landings on the moon and how it took them up to the last time that they were on the moon to get the right shot of the lunar lander actually deploying and going back to meet with the pod to come back to the Earth. There's a whole episode on it. Fantastic series. It was produced by Tom Hanks. Highly recommend. It's on HBO Max. Or oh, from the Earth to the Moon. That's from the, from the Earth, Earth to the Moon. To the moon. Just an yeah. entire episode just dedicated to that. Just the aspect of filming, the challenges and stuff like that. Dude, that shot of the lunar module shooting up. It, I can see where... I, okay, I believe... I totally believe that it was... It looks fake. Yeah. Like, it looks like... it's. It looks so crystal clear that I'm like... How is that not fake? Like I could totally see how people can go and say, "Oh no, that's that's not that's not real." Look at that thing. Yeah. How could they have that technology? And I don't know what is, was that the last lunar module or was that the that was, that, seven, was, that, was seven, that seventeen got the last official shot with the flag and it, it, the lunar and then boom off and shooting off and yeah, it looks it yeah again because of gravity, the technology, the delay, the granular nature of the the film being taken. It could really do it for you. Uh, it, it looks amazing. It, but we have everything in HD now. Dude. You, you start watching anything. You could watch. You could see every single little crevice and wrinkle in any actor's face. You, you want to see my watching. ass? No, no, thank you. Uh, so I actually, I looked it up. Um, the, the delay my of ass? communication awesome. between... Up. The day, delay of communications <laughs> between the moon and Earth. And depending on the technology that they've used over how many eras there have been, it starts from, uh, it looks like it started off at 5.8 milliseconds. And as technology has gotten better, it's gotten down to 2.2. Okay. It's, it's Mars that was like longer than. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's the yellow oh. period, loss of signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, all right. Well, well, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah but uh, that's that was always a conversation, and Derek would get so mad, so bad, <laughs> so, so ridiculous. bad. And, and we, Eric's like telling we him, respect each other so like, much. It landed. <laughs> we respect each other, each other so much on so many levels, but suddenly he just becomes a moron. Can't <laughs> <laughs> defend himself. Can't defend we, himself. And he's not even here to defend himself. But I was texting we you like three seconds ago. You're still a moron yeah. if you believe this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Oh, that's awesome. Any other news? Oh, no, but I, I got I got some actual fucking news. Okay, okay go, let's go so, for it. So I don't know if you saw this the other day, but uh, Diablo 4 got a DDoS attack, right? Mm-hmm. So they got hit with a DDoS attack, and, I mean, it resulted in high latency and disconnection for some players. Um, they said they were actively working on mitigating the issue, uh, some players weren't able to play for like 12 hours. And that, I can only imagine how those guys were doing. They were must have fucking losing their minds. Dude, Diablo players play are live like game. harsh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Very serious. So they, they, oh my God, they were trying. I mean, they, they, they got it back working, but it took, it took them hours of downtime. There was hours of downtime. And oh then, and then, gosh, it, then it finally, they were, it finally get the DDoS out, but, but it's one of those things where, like, you know, you're like, uh, maybe you should contact your telecommunications company and uh, really take care of your shit, guys. Yeah. yeah. Probably a little, little endpoint security on that. You know what I'm saying? I sell I sell this shit, dude. I'm just like, I laugh. I say, and I'm like, I'm like, that's, I'll add that to my sales 
spiel. Okay. Oh you my notice. gosh. Here you go. <laughs> Here's your sign. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. They, they so had how a, long were they down, did you say? It said hours, but some players were down for over 12 hours. Man. It depended, it depended on... And and of course it depends on how much you play Diablo for. So if you did if you're not one of those people that's constantly on there, constantly clicking everywhere, mm-hmm. then it didn't hurt you as much. But if you're one of those people that's like on there constantly, constantly on Diablo 4, then yeah, you could have been down for 12 hours. Those people must have been like they must have been like sitting in front of their computer for just hours just keep clicking refresh, just trying yeah. to get fucking to the fucking game, you know? Like I, mean, I saw that, I was like, getting, getting that bombarded sucks. by players, absolutely. Yeah, you know, dude. They, they can click refresh in a billion times a second because normally they're doing headshots or some kind of shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, no, it was just it's just crazy, dude. Like I was just like I was like I read that I was like, oh shit, that sucks for them, dude. But can you imagine yeah, not man. being able to play I mean, Zelda? Oh fuck me! <laughs> thank God, thank God, Zelda's a console. I can. It's not like it's online. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you have to download it or at least have the thing. But if we had to deal with that shit on a live basis, to fuck me, no. Look, since That's, we're on topic, did you guys hear about what Nintendo told their shareholders? No. About the the accounts? No. So. Nintendo did a shareholder meeting where they started disclosing mm-hmm. some of the very vague details about the next edition of the Switch. And or the next console doesn't know the Switch, it's the next console. They said that it will be known as the Switch 2. And <laughs> okay. that's what they call it for now. And yeah. that uh, they are working aggressively on it, but whenever the uh, question was whether or not games uh, would be... Uh, like transferable, any Switch games you got would be compatible with the new unit. He said, we haven't confirmed any of that yet. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's well, about but, to have to rebuy all these fucking games. <laughs> well, he, the one thing he did say was that your Nintendo account will transfer. They did say that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> all that means is that you can log into another device. <laughs> Okay, so okay, yeah. So I'm reading that. I'm reading the times so they they mentioned the, the the okay that it will continue to release new titles. They'll continue to release titles for the Switch. You know, they always say that. You know, mm-hmm. they'll release it for another year, or two after. Then they'll say, oh, we're phasing it out, like they did with the 3DS and all right. that shit. Um, is it plan to release this content for existing titles? Could be able to keep the, using their Switch. Um, near the Something end of this answer, started getting really Google. vague. But, but no, they can transfer their Nintendo accounts that they have currently on their Switch to the new one. Because before, like if you had a Wii U Nintendo account, you couldn't transfer it to the new the Switch. You had to create a brand new Nintendo account on the Switch for the new for the Switch or anything. But right. you can, you will be able to do that now. Um, but but yeah, they did not say whether or not that you know they bring back that you'll be able to use the existing games. That's the only thing. Yeah, so we'll oh see what's up gosh, with that, dude. dude. That, uh, that that would definitely suck for people like Derek, who's been playing Tears <laughs> of the, who's been playing uh, Breath of the Wild. And I bought the expansion like pack, hours. And the, the Master <laughs> Series, and the expanded whatever, and all this different shit. I mean, I bought the ninety dollar version of the game. 
and mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to take it with me. Like, and now <laughs> I guess I'm glad I didn't buy Tears of the Kingdom yet because I'm going to have to buy it when I buy the new console again. But, but that's not going to happen. Look, they're not going to, it's going to be at least a year to it's two next years. next year that it's supposed yeah. to come out. <laughs> it's okay. Just buy, just buy a new game. Oh, Hire a new game, bro. I'm going to give you my Sammy Damison Jr. impression, man. Oh, please don't. Just go, man. Go. Uh... So anyways, all right. So some fun news. You know they're filming Mortal Kombat 2, Derek, your favorite movie. They actually made a sequel of the the one that came out last year. I can't <laughs> that we, believe that we actually we actually recorded and it fucked up and we never got to release it. But yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot all about that. Um, yeah, so so we actually recorded an episode talking about it. It was like because it came out. It was one of the HBO straight to. It was a dual release ones. One of the mm-hmm. dual release like Dune. Dune was a dual release movie where it released on HBO Max the same time it came out. In the theaters, yeah. So Mortal Kombat was, like was the, the same middle way. Of COVID. Mortal... Yeah, yeah, it was right there. Like, so they 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 came out with that, and I mean, I, it made good money, and it was actually pretty successful um, on HBO Max. So they decided, okay, we'll make a part two. So they're doing part two, and everybody's coming back. And then they released the other day <clears throat> the person who's playing Johnny Cage. So Mortal Kombat One, the game. Okay, which is kind of a reboot of the video game series, has Van Damme playing Johnny Cage. He's playing Johnny Cage. He's mm-hmm. doing the voice, he's doing all the acting, the motion right. capture, all that shit. So he's being Johnny Cage. The movie, he's being played by the great New Zealand national treasure, Carl Urban. So Carl Urban. If you haven't, if you don't know who he is, he played uh, I forgot his character in Lord of the Rings, uh, Two Towers, and Return of the King. He played one of the um, God, those horsemen. Dude, he's guys. on the, the the boys. He's on the boys. The boys. He plays yeah. Billy Billy the Butcher. Yeah. Billy Butcher on the boys also. But but and he was of course uh, Bones on Star Trek. Going back to Star Trek, he was Bones in the reboot movie um, that came out with uh, Chris right. Pine and everybody. Right. Um, and all those other beautiful people. Um, so he, uh, so he's going to be playing Johnny Cage. And they released a photo of the cast having like a, a, a lunch or a dinner, like a mm-hmm. rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. And he's there and he shaved his beard. So he's got a full, like, clean face. And it's like, I haven't seen Carl Urban like that in years because he's always been with a beard. Like, he's always had a beard. Like, since he played Bones, after he finished playing Bones, every other role he's had, he's had a, he's had a beard. Like, every other role he's had. That's so, so he's crazy. some type of facial hair. Like he had like in in um in Thor Ragnarok, he had a goatee. <laughs> so it's like he hasn't I haven't seen him without facial hair since he was bones. Yeah, but he Dr. totally McCoy. looks very different in this photo. Yeah. Oh, you just saw the photo? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts, dude. But yeah, so I'm waiting for him to just show up and say, What the fuck? You know, like just fucking <laughs> <laughs> Billy Butcher kind of way. But but yeah, so I was like, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I gotta bring this shit up on the fucking podcast. But speaking of, you know, changing segue, you like this, you're gonna like this segue. Woo, segue. Speaking of changing hands as far as characters are concerned, do you guys watch Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, I know. Saw the news. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, so 
Yeah, Pat Sajak is leaving after 41 years, and now Ryan Seacrest is coming on, and I'm never watching the show ever again. Did you currently watch? I'm lying. No, my, my mother-in-law watches it. She loves that show. My sister-in-law watches it. They love the show. <laughs> She's gonna, she doesn't listen to that podcast. If she does, I'll let her know. If she doesn't, I'll let her know. Go, hey, listen, um, I'm, I talked about you on the podcast. Just pay attention. So she got on back when I was in college. We were in college. Her, Michelle, and, and me, we were all in college. She was, they were going to FIU. And I guess she got, uh, she, she was able to put in for uh, a rehearsal to be on Wheel of Fortune and it was going to be, they were going to be filming in Miami. This is like 98, 99, 2000. Wow. So Derek was like 10 years old. So he didn't, he wouldn't know. <laughs> oh so my God. You guys are yeah. <laughs> we were in college. I'm, I'm dating myself. Don't worry, Derek. You were like a fucking 10 year old playing Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. So it was a great time. She did the, she did, she did the, uh, she did the rehearsal <laughs> And I think what they told her was, you were great, but you don't really have the stage presence. What that means is you're not charismatic enough for TV. <laughs> she's not. She's really not. But she's awesome at that game. That game, she's fucking great. Like, she'll see, like, four things on the board, and she'll be like, this is it. And she would say, and it's fucking right. I'm like, God damn. What the? F- Why aren't you on the show that they wouldn't pick me? <laughs> I don't have so the charisma. Like, <laughs> I don't have the charisma. This is, is it, I have a face for as, radio. No, I'm kidding. I'm as kidding. she says it non charismatically. I, I still remember that. Yes. Uh, they did a college episode, and I think it was a University of Alabama student. Oh. And uh, yeah, he he nailed all the letters, and he's got to pronounce. You know, the he's got to say the statement. And uh, what was it? The statement was more um, immortal character Achilles. There's some mythical. Myth- <laughs> Character Achilles, and he goes, mythical character Achilles, and they're like, Run. <laughs> goes to the oh next person, god. yeah. Just, but the guy, oh my god, the guy butchered it twice. Uh, he did. He said uh, Achilles instead of Achilles, and then something else in a in a in another part of the game. So it was quite entertaining. It's funny. Oh my god. Oh Achilles. my god. All right. So yeah, dude. Well. Derek, Derek, Derek knows I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I, it was just crazy, but, but I don't know what. How do you guys feel? Do you even care? I mean, honestly, do you even care? <laughs> I Ryan don't. Seacrest taking over. I wasn't watching already. Yeah, I well, mean, if I want to go back and watch it, there are, there are hundreds of episodes that I have never seen that I can oh go God. and watch at Pat Sajak. But do you know how many episodes he does a year? No, no. He does anywhere from like. 180 to sometimes like almost 300 episodes a year That's depending on how he feels. feels well because that show's on every week five days a week yeah. think about it so he does anywhere between like i think he's contracted for like 180 but based on how he's feeling he could do anywhere between 180 to like 250 280 shows a year you know, and why don't we hear it's enough really about them. this guy just making butt dump trucks of money? Who Ryan Seacrest? Oh, Pat Sajak? Pat Sajak, yeah. Well, he 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 does make a lot of money. In fact, yeah. they're in the process right now of working on uh, Vanna's contract. Yep. Because now there's a possibility that she may not be back after next year. Mm-hmm. Because she, she wants to get running. paid. But she was in the run. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Allegedly. but. 
allegedly, but I don't, I don't think she was ever going to get it. But I think I think the issue was is that she's of course she's not getting she's not getting well not of course she should be getting paid as much as Patty because she's just as iconic on that show as it's, him. She's synonymous. To be honest show. with you, synonymous. 100%. Yeah. And and when you talk about what Wheel of Fortune, you talk about two people, Pat Sajak and Vanna White. I mean, it's that's it. And she looks great for her age. I mean, she looks fantastic for her age, you know, but she's doing her contract and she's like, I want to get paid more. You know, how, she's not getting paid as much as Pat. Th- this is how we know it's true, because I haven't watched an ep- an episode of Wheel of Fortune in 20 years. Easy. And I immediately I still know those two names. I know both Pat of them. Ajak not, and with the, yeah. not just the lead character guy, not just the host, not no. just the guy. Who's the, who's the chick like, that changes all the, the letters? What's her yeah. name again? No, it's always, it's Vanna White. Yeah. It's always been Vanna White. But, but yeah, so she's in the process of all that shit. So we'll see where that goes, dude. I don't know. I really don't know. Man. He it's, seems like they just crazy. use him to fill in shows, right? Like the Regis and Kelly show. He took over Regis's spot or whoever's spot. Oh, yeah. Ryan? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just filling things. And then, nah. fun fact, I'm watching Muscles and Mayhem about the American Gladiator story. Mm-hmm. Oh, how just is that? Out. It's really good. Just came out yesterday. It's really, really good. And um, he actually co-hosted one of the later shows in the series. Yep. They sh- really? Ryan Seacrest. Yep. Crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Jeez. Christ. Did you hear about the uh, the nice. scrapped, uh, what was it? Uh, Boba Fett movie? By James Mangold? Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. So they had, for folks at home, um, apparently there was a script written for a Boba Fett movie and it was basically scrapped the whole project because it was essentially an a borderline R-rated spaghetti western that probably scared the shit yeah. out of everyone it says I, I I would have been here for it in a heartbeat yeah i'm you know like an actually seriously violent star wars movie <laughs> I mean, like at the John Wick kind of level, I'm down for. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I mean, even even the way he is now. I mean, granted, it is still a kids' show, but even the new Boba Fett series was he was pretty fucking hardcore violent. It just it doesn't show the blood, which they would have shown mass amounts of blood in that R-rated Boba Fett movie for I mean, sure. It would have been sure. crazy, but like, he wouldn't have been able to put it on crazy. the on their on their streaming yeah. service. Well, yeah, now they can. I mean, you can you can definitely put it on Disney Plus. They have fucking Daredevil on there, and that's TVMA. You just have to put a pin now. A pin now. You have to update mm. your account to be able to watch those movies. Well, then they could have made. So, money. Like, you can watch Deadpool. <laughs> you got to update yours, bro. No. Otherwise, never. you're still watching fucking the Apple Dumpling Gang. So <laughs> it was free, dude. It was free. I'm not. I'm not going back. No way. <laughs> So, but no, but yeah, they, uh, so it got yeah, scrapped. I had it's heard about out. that. No, no I think it's scrapped. still botched. It got scrapped. Yeah. That's the second yeah, time. Yeah, it, it got scrapped. Boba Fett gets the short end of the stick. The first <laughs> toy, the original yeah. Star Wars toys from the 80s that had the rocket launcher, the mythical rocket launcher that never shot the rocket. Take your eye out. So I always preferred Jango Fett as a character. The dad? But, His dad? Yeah. He was such a sick did it, character. Did, did, 
I was reading his did comics they, whenever they, uh, they were uh, for, still coming out. Did they did the 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 toy come out with a a detachable head? <laughs> <laughs> it should have. Whenever it. I watch, whenever I watch Attack of the Clones, and I see that scene, and then I see Boba Fett pick up the helmet, I'm like, they're hoping it's gonna fall God, out, right? Keeps <laughs> God, let the head pop out. And I you, really want to see this happen. And you hear the of it slipping out with the vacuum effect. Yes, yes, yes. I, I so want that to happen every time I watch it. Every time I watch it. And I don't watch it a lot. I'll be honest with you. I've seen it a lot of movies like maybe five times ever. Because it's so bad. Yeah, the first, bad there the are worse films. first three are not rewatchables. Well, Revenge of the Sith actually is very watchable. I can rewatch that one. That one's actually, I like that one a lot more. Out of the three, that's my, my favorite. But uh, But yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, man, it's crazy. But yeah, if yeah, I really yeah, want to yeah. watch a movie a few times right now, it would be Rogue One. Oh, that was well done. Movie. Well done, dude. All Classic, day, nostalgic. All day, bro. All day. From the oh like stable chasing, like gambling island scenes, all the way to the bombs dropping, dude. The whole thing was fucking good. That whole movie is fucking unreal, dude. It's unbelievable. So. My God. All right. Well, we've got 43 minutes. Do you guys want to hear one last thing? Let's give me a good one. Give me a good one. Well, no, it's not a good one. It's just basically I I got a list of like the top. I'm not going to say everything, but the the most expensive movies of all time. And Mm. and there's like 25 movies, but I'll give you the five if you want to give a five. No, no, no. Give give me. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go. go. Here's the top five. (laughs) Top five expensive movies. I'll give you the name. What what the cost the cost and the cost adjusted for inflation and the and the box office okay so number five this is great because it's Marvel Avengers Age of Ultron budget really four forty four to four ninety five cost adjusted for inflation was four fifty one so it's because it's so new it's new. inflation is not great it's new box office it made one point four billion dollars okay Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker same thing. 275 they don't know for sure they say it's anywhere between 275 and 415 million dollars they don't know that's a big range so that means disney's like i'm not fucking telling you fuck that their cost adjusted for inflation they think is around 451 if they go high box office 1.077 number three pirates of the caribbean on stranger tides i knew that one was up there 410 million dollars cost adjusted for inflation 492 Box office, $1.046 billion it made. Number two, good movie. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. The range they have, they think, was anywhere between $170 and $432 million. Cost adjusted for inflation, $503 million. Box office, $1.3 billion dollars now granted this is pre-pandemic anyways because it was in 2018 right, so everybody was right. going to the theaters and number one star wars meals. the force awakens <laughs> force awakens 447 million cost adjusted for inflation 552 million box office 2.071 billion dollars now granted they have some other movies in here like like titanic 200 million dollars the cost of inflation, 365, 2.257, and they were number nine. What about, number nine. Water, what about Waterworld, man? That was the big Waterworld. Waterworld is on this list. 
Waterworld is like on this list. Hold on, or let me find Waterworld. Because that was no, it really was a, pricey. That was a first. That was really pricey back then. This is like, what year was this? This was 95. So it was the most expensive movie at that time. $175 million. Cost adjusted for inflation was $330 million, which is like a drop in the bucket nowadays for movies. <laughs> it's like nothing. Now. No Avatar has been in the top 10? Box uh, Avatar was in the top 10, but I'll okay. tell you right now. Box office was 264. Avatar, Way of Water was number 10. 354 to 360. Uh, box office was 2.32 billion. Jesus. And but the first avatar was not even in the top 10. First avatar, I think, was like 200 million dollars. But like, okay, here's one that, that will blow your fucking minds Tangled, the Disney movie, was 210 million dollar budget. Really? I mean, it was good, but maybe it would just Why? been the animation cost then. Yeah, cost adjusted for inflation was 349 million dollars. Oh my god. The box That's office. Crazy. It made it made almost six hundred million dollars in the box office. Hold on, let me see where. Let me see what what else is there. Avatar was two thirty seven. Box office was two nine two three. Uh, what's another one? Okay, Spider Man two. Oh, here's one that blew my mind. X Men: The Last Stand. <laughs> oh really? Two hundred ten million dollars. Cost. Was three hundred five when it adjusted for inflation. Box office was four sixty. Number twenty four was Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Oh my god! Two hundred twenty five million three hundred six for inflation. Four hundred nineteen million dollars. I mean, it's nuts. Spider Man. I never even Narnia watched it. <laughs> it must not have been. I watched very it. Good. It's it's okay. It's not. I don't great. remember it's all right. watching that one. I've, oh I've seen them all. My daughter loves them, so I've seen them multiple times. But anyways, but yeah. Well, anyways, well, we're going to go ahead and go to the refill portion of the episode. We're going to go see a man about a dog. I'm going to go take a light piss uh, and uh, shake the dew off the lily. All right, so we'll see you guys in a moment. Peace. From the refill portion of the episode, uh, did you guys uh, change your drinks at all? Yeah, I, I had to, man. Um, What'd you get? I ran out of the cider, and I'm down to my very last beer in the house. Fortunately, it's one of those twisted teas. They're not bad at all. <laughs> I, that's not a beer. <laughs> Don't gatekeep on me. <laughs> Someone's getting lit. Can't of beer, isn't it working? <laughs> okay, there you, it goes. You, can you not open it there, Mrs. Uh, Bedez? Shut the. F- <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Elias, did you change? Did you change, Elias? Or you got the same thing. I'm still. I'm still on the same type of beer. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 So, all right. So, yeah, I'm sticking to my teams. All right. 
the movie that we're that we're talking about, and I got I'm still saying, I'm doing the same thing. The movie we're talking about tonight is the uh, Hong Kong action motion picture, the Jackie Chan starred motion picture known as Wheels on Meals. All right, so uh, came out in 1984, uh, directed by Sammo Hung, who's also is also starring Jackie Chan, Biao Yun, Sammo Hung, uh, Benny the Jet Urquidez, who's one of who I fucking love, um, and other random people, you know Keith Vitale. I don't know who that is. Herbert, who's another fucking martial arts guy. I looked up to him too. He's like a big big ass martial arts guy. Herb Edelman, which I recognize his face from like TV shows in the 80s and 90s, but I did not think he was going to be in this movie. And he was only in it for like five minutes. I'm like, what the hell, dude? I didn't like, expect that at all. Let's, okay, well, we'll get into some of the cutting and how this story progressed because I was just like, how did we get here? How did we get here from there? How did this happen? So, and then other random people. One because it was filmed in 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 Spain, so you have a lot of Spanish actors for no Italian reason whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever, I don't. <laughs> had no oh bearing on the story. It was oh my God, so this weird. Movie. This movie the, the, is so the English, weird. The British accents with Spanish yeah. on the dubbing on the dubbing. Hundred percent. Oh God! Oh my God! Let me give you the God. synopsis. Hold this on, no, movie. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. The synopsis reads Two Chinese friends who operate a food truck in Barcelona, Spain, use their martial arts expertise to help their private investigator friend protect the pickpocket Sylvia, who's been targeted by a ruthless gang. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's such a perfect synopsis because that's all there is to this movie. <laughs> I was expecting more. You start. You start, dude. You start. So, so confession. So I, I, I messaged Tomas the other day. I'm like, dude, I'm watching this thing in Chinese, and I'm reading the dubbing, and I watched like 30 minutes of this movie, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So no, no, no. There's another release out there. Look it up. I'm Prime. The prime version I watched is better than the one Derek uploaded. By the way, it kind of it does follow with the dubbing. The subbing and dubbing makes sense. <laughs> but it's totally I, I feel like I watched three different movies, to be honest with you. Um They are they're <laughs> totally different movies, yes. <laughs> I there was one yeah, point I in totally the felt like, the same thing. Is is the the count? There was a scene at the very end and We'll talk from the beginning, right? But at the very end, I I full on thought he was going to become like a vampire. I was waiting for like a twist, and I was like, "This movie's been so bland for like the fifteen. Nope. And I was like, "This guy's going to turn into vampire with that little fucking fluffy tie thingy on his chest." And I'm like, "He he's going to switch," and I was really disappointed when he didn't. <laughs> but dude, the, the <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Random, I know. There was just that, that. That's the thing is like I was watching this movie and the whole time I'm thinking like, why did I pick this? What What is supposed to be good about this movie? The whole time. And I'm like, all right, well, there's a little bit of like, 
you can see that this is a little bit before Jackie Chan really got into his groove with like his fighting style of like using all the props and um, you know, his environment around him and being goofy. It was a little bit less of that a little dialed back. And, you know, they, they are pretty good throughout the movie about sharing the camera between him and his co-star. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you, I, I don't necessarily think that the, one of those characters was more or less prominent in the story. We just know Jackie Chan because he got big after this. Right. No, but like the, the whole movie, just fight sequence to fight sequence. It wasn't. Instant bruising from a punch in the chin. I will say that as soon as I got to the scene where they're fighting in the castle and it's just Jackie Chan and that other guy, the shorter white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Benny the Jet. Dude, it was such a. Fucking say his name, bro. It is a great. Benny the Jet. It was a great sequence, dude. Like, I'm watching this and I, I remember now why I picked this movie at that point. At that point, because. They had, um, Cinefix had done a movie list. I sent it to you guys and they were talking about how, you know, obviously they need to honor Jackie Chan as such like a huge uh, influence in the like uh, choreography and fighting sequences that they've had. And he got, they, they picked him for, I think, Drunken Master, but they paid homage to this specific scene. And I was, that's why I added this to my list. And now I remember, but dude, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I, I mean, okay, so for me, I was, there's a lot of moments where I just go, what the fuck? <laughs> oh just half the time. I mean, I was just like, I was like, but, but now I understand like the scene with, with him and Benny the Jet, I mean, it was fucking unreal. Like that fight was unbelievable. I mean, it was so good. It was great. It was so good. There was there was so many great like moves and fight scenes and things of that nature. Like he even did his um. Now he's he's I mean he, he's famous for some move for a certain move, Benny the Jet, and and it's and he's still he's still doing shit now at seventy one years old, dude. He's he's a stunt coordinator. He's a fight coordinator. He was the he was the fight coordinator for fucking uh, a, a ton of movies. I mean, if you look up his list of movies where he's a fight coordinator, I mean he he is done a ton of shit he's he's um he's john cusack's kickboxing instructor no like way. yeah oh yeah yeah like he and, and so much so that he was in gross point blank with 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 uh with john cusack like he was the other hitman in the movie like like they had to they had to they had to fight scenes i mean like him and john him like benny the jet and john cusack are super tight but either way we'll get into that in a minute but as far as the movie's concerned, this movie was such a banger, Derek. Such a banger. <laughs> I am so happy that I spent an hour and how long? How long was this movie 40. again? An hour and 40 minutes? 40, 48 minutes? Yeah. Maybe. Let's see again. Hold on. No, I it think says it's an hour and 40. An hour and 40 minutes of my life was spent. Now, granted, it's not as bad as Night on the Galactic Railroad, but it's not it's not as good as hard it's not as good as fucking hard target. I was wait, I was like, God, I wish I could see hard target again. But you know what's funny is that and like in, in this movie, like I really I did enjoy the fight scenes, they were good, but it was just you know what it was? It was just like I was waiting for the fight scenes and it was just such bad, like the dubbing was so bad. And it was because I was watching the dubbed version, I was like, This is a fucking crazy fucking dubbing. 
I was I equally like, confused shit. by like what I was hearing dubbed and what I was reading dubbed. I know, I know. <laughs> but then, and then of course, oh no, but okay. So I'm going to, let's, 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 let's just get into the movie. So I'm okay. watching the dubbing, right? And I'm watching the, 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 the actors, how they're talking, how they're dubbing. And I was watching it. I started watching it in Chinese first, but it was freak. And this is, this is, I, I, I totally agree with, with Eliza's sentiment. It was really freaking me out. Watching Herb Edelman, who usually plays a cop, who played a cop on TV most of the time, on fucking Murder She Wrote in Hill Street Blues, where I saw him as a kid, fucking talking in Chinese. It it, it freaked me out. And then I would see Benny the Jet, and I'm like, this is even worse because I know yeah, how he talks. It didn't let up like, on it. But then of course, and then, but I was like, well, at least you know they didn't dub over Jackie Chan. And then I watched the dubbers. I'm like, oh, Jackie Chan's dub voice is so horrible. Who the yeah. fuck did these voices? I was just like, oh my god! But it was just, it was wild, dude. So wild. But the English but, dubbing sounded like it was uh, recorded, but, like in a bathtub somewhere. Oh god! <laughs> and and so everything crazy. throws you off because it took place in Spain. You've got British dubbing, <laughs> so you're, you're food Spanish trucks. actors, references to Italian. You're like, what the hell's going on? Here? So I, I got kind of like yeah. tied up in that yeah. stuff for a while. The Italian, yeah, the Italian, uh, the Italian, uh, what's it called? Um, a neighbor with his wife, Susanna. Oh my God. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, what oh, the God. fuck is happening? And then, oh, and then, and then let me go to Samo Hung. Okay. I love Samo Hung, by the way. Samo Hung is a great fucking martial he's done artist. He's written some great stuff. He's still working. He's, he's just had something he's still working. last year. I mean, he directed this movie. But oh my god, oh my god! I want to, I want to like cancel the person who did his dubbing because his dubbing was so like, oh my god, it was so he like super insensitive. He probably no, didn't have him. anything to do with that. No, dubbing. I know he didn't. I know he didn't. But I'm like, I, I was like, I was like, dude. Uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding horrible. The person who did his dubbing went super hard on a Chinese accent and it sounded so bad. Oh. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then the other guys are like, they're just talking normal. But I'm like, this dude really was like, this guy's Chinese. I'm going to talk like I'm like a Chinese person speaking English. And it was just so horrible. <laughs> it was so comedic. Like, I'm like, what is wrong with this person? I'm like, who did the dubbing for this fucking motion picture? It was like, it was like that show, that show that like that anime that had no dubbing. They didn't have a contract, so they decided to just as long as the contract said that they followed the letter of the law in regards to the actual storyline. Mm -hmm. It was just, mm -hmm. it's like Ghost Detective Agency. What was it called? It was a oh, it was on Prime. Oh Ghost God! Was, anyways, there's a okay a tangent time. Tangent time, fellas. So there's a there's an anime that's on Prime that. It, they only had one season of the show, but it was it did so poorly in Japan. They 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 wanted to just sell it off, so they sold it to this company here in the states, and they and the the, the company in the states was like, I I can't make this. Like this this is horrible writing. They told them they told them no 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 you're good, you can, as long you as you follow, as long as you follow the storyline. You can say whatever the fuck you want. And they're like, oh, really? Okay. 
So they went nuts. They went absolutely nuts. They still followed the storyline of each episode, what they were supposed to do. But what they said on the show was absolutely the most horrible things you could ever hear children say to other children about other children. Like there was like there was one scene where the guys talk, the dad is talking to his son and the grandparents show up. But the grandfather has the most like like stereotypical gay person accent. That's not the way you're supposed to talk to your son. Like it was, I thought, oh you were, I thought it was like, I thought it was big gay Al showed up on the fucking anime. Like it was, it was horrible. Like, and then the kids are talking and one of the kids is like a, a, a super like Christian girl. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe, you know, God would never do this. And he's like, shut up Christian. And it was just, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so I bad. I'll find the show. This. I do remember this. I, I think we talked about this on the show, this. like on the first season. Like I was like, oh my god! I watched this. Show. I watched the first episode. I was like, holy fuck! They really did. They went. They went that far. Holy shit! But yeah. But like and the, the, the grandfather's this. a total beard. So like it's insane. The uh, on YouTube, there's a guy who does a, has a channel called The Anime Man. Yeah. And he does a like top, you know. 10 worst uh dubs of all time and that's how i learned about this yes this show is bullshit nuts. dub that they did and 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 because it was just like fuck it we're just gonna write shit as long as we follow the show as long as that's all they needed they just by contract they had to follow the storyline as long as they followed the storyline they didn't care what yeah, else they wrote in the show we know the way that that dialogue all works is you could say whatever you want and it still totally makes sense with that exact edit Bro, it's such a wild show. I wish I could find the show right now. I think Derek dropped off. Bro. Did he drop off? Bro, it's it so bad. It was so go. Yeah, he he's back. He's back. He's fine. He's fine. No, but and we're gonna keep it in the show. Fuck it. Yeah. So the the um <clears throat> the, the 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 back to Samo Hung. So it was just he's like, hey, fat man. Like he's just like, oh my god, bro. How did you? Like you need to tell me what I'm doing. Like I'm like, what is? Oh my god, what is this happening? How is this happening? And then and then they go to the insane asylum. Let's talk about that. They go to the insane asylum oh to gosh. see David's dad. And then they who's meet fine? the other the, who's who's pretty okay. I, I I don't know why he's in an, an asylum. Maybe he's just to get maybe he's in the asylum to get trim. I don't know. I think that's it's maybe the case. I have no idea. I can't tell you for sure, but he's there. I think he's just there to get pussy. But you, you, gotta pa- you gotta pause for a second though, dude. You've got all the 80s must oh, have. No, we're gonna skateboards. go. We're gonna go over it. Yeah. An insane asylum. You've got the grappling hooks. Fucking horse riding on the beach out of nowhere. <laughs> Just cut into that yes, scene. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. Like how many was that season? Yes. Alright, so we had a little bit of an issue, technical issue there. Derek fucked up. Leave it in. Uh, leave it to fucking Derek. Leave it to fucking Derek. Anyways, but yeah, so we, we um back to what we were saying. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. There's so much transitions in this movie that was just it was driving me wild. But going back to the dad, so they go to the fucking insane asylum to see the dad, which we didn't even know his dad was in an insane asylum until they showed up to the insane asylum to see his dad. So we're like, oh, okay. So the dad's in an insane asylum. All right. And so they go there, and his dad's like sitting in his room 
And and before they meet him, they meet some dude who says the clock. And he's like, yeah. "What time is it?" I was like, like, "Oh, but it's you're." He's like, "He says, oh no, but you're like, it's like three feet." He's like, "Oh, I'm fast." Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, yeah. tick tock. I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then they meet another dude who's like in a chair, who's like super smart, but everyone knows he's crazy. And they meet his dad. His dad's like all of a sudden, he's like, they're like, he's like, he's like, it's three. It says, he says like something to say like, "Oh, it's like three o'clock." And like, "Oh, I'm late." And he gets up and runs out. And then like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they use this crazy dude who thinks he's a clock as the actual clock for the other crazies. And then he's like, late for what? He's like, I have a date. And he just walks out the room like, oh, sure. okay. And he goes because to her. Somehow important to the whole fucking story. Yeah. Or the guy telling a joke, but he's heard it before. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh my God, bro. I can't with that movie. And he goes to the date and he's wearing the same things he has, but he's added a bow tie. The dad added a bow tie. So he's wearing a bow tie with his like mental institution uniform. And okay. he's talking to And he's Gloria. on a date. And he's on a date. In the asylum, by the way. He's still at the institution. Like they haven't left. So he's just walking around with this chick, this older lady. And then we find out that she is the mother of Sylvia, played by this woman named Lola Forner, who's the chick in the movie. And that's when hijinks ensues because they meet. And then we find out that she's actually a hooker, but she steals money from her Johns, which I was like, just what? <laughs> I was like, just like a hooker. And they're like, they meet her at their like nighttime spot for their food truck, which isn't really a food truck, but it's an old school, like Japanese van converted a into a food truck. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, and, and how he's making food sitting down Indian, you know, cross-legged. You know, crisscross applesauce, as they say nowadays. Like, I'm like, how is making food? And then they have like seats too. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this movie? I don't know what to do. But Derek, you've totally and, broken and, my and brain. Like all these little things all fold themselves right back into a cute yes! little bundle. And they're and all- it drives down the road and whips around corners and they never open until they choose Oh, no. To open them. <laughs> oh, no. And then, he, then like, in that scene, okay, we're going we're gonna be jumping around, folks. Sir, if you haven't seen this movie, spoiler alert, but it came out in 1984, so, I mean, maybe you haven't seen it. Why would you? But the, 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 and that's in the chasing. So they're being chased. She's, whatever, she's pickpocketing them. They find her, whatever. We'll jump it back and forth. She's working for them as a waitress, but then she gets kidnapped again by these guys who are being held by work. No, wait, wait, guy. wait. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, she decides to go mind. clean. She decides to go clean. I'll never steal again because you guys yes. aren't like every other man. Not that I love you, but that you're nice to me. And oh, oh I just God. wish I had a chance. No one ever would give me a chance. And then they hire her and suddenly she's clean. She's not going to ever go back to this kleptomania that she was living through. Montage, <laughs> Ready to run a train on her, and then they just like cleaned her of her pickpocketing oh, days. <laughs> That's I need to write this down. I need to write this down. That's the name of the episode: running a train. That's that's so the name. I'm writing that down right now. Running Jackie oh, oh Jackie Chan runs a train. So. Oh. Oh my god! I, that that has to be the name. Run so much for ever getting to have a respectful interview with him, <laughs> ever, buddy. Jackie Chan runs a train. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, that's wow. I love it. I love. It. I'm 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 here for this. I'm here for it. But, but yeah, so no, it's just 
but I'm sure he wants to. I mean, the way they act is just insane. No. Like, like Biao Yoon is like, he's like every time. And then it's funny because it's like Jackie Chan's the voice of reason, the whole movie. Like, he's like, why are we fucking here? I don't want to talk to this chick anymore. I want to go. It's like, oh, oh my God. Well, and at like, the end, he's like, oh, well, now it's your sister. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're going to be her brother now. Ooh. What are you going to do about it now? <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, like they have whole, they have hentai for that all over the place. So don't even worry about it, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Big brother. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, it's I'm, I'm now that the title's called Jackie Chan Runs a Train. It works. It works. Anyways, I but would um, love to talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, but yeah. So they they the, so there's so much happening. Oh my god. So whatever. But yeah, like. But no, no. What about okay? Going back to the hooker scene. So, mind you, these guys have their food truck at a hooker spot, which I don't know if that's something that happens in Europe. I'm not judging. I mean, sex workers have need that need work. They need jobs. If that 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 that's legal there, or if it works out and they, they look a blind eye, and they can make their money, and they can survive and take care of their family. Hey, Amen. Whatever look, does look, it for hookers you. eat too. Okay, yeah, that's what. And this apparently, was about. they like their food. And they 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 made good food. But there's <laughs> the John that she takes back to her room, like is so. <laughs> he's got a cowboy hat. He's wearing a vest with a three-piece suit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here, dude? In Spain. In Spain. In Spain. Mm-hmm. And he's like talking with a with a, with a with a cowboy accent. I'm like, oh my god, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> like, it's just so so unreal. Every scene is like it go when it goes to every scene, like every scene is more like crazier than the next, which is which I'm okay and- with. I actually enjoyed that aspect, but it's just the transition to those scenes was just like. Say, okay, we're here. Let's just go. Dude, Let's what go about there. Jackie Chan and uh, Yun Biao doing whiteface where they had uh, blonde wigs on? In the oh, end- that was great. <laughs> that was oh great. Where they went to go pick up Samuel Hung and the way they ran out of the car. There's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. And you see that a lot in like Hong Kong action movies is that they, they, they speed up a lot of scenes, so it almost it's almost like Benny Hill esque sometimes, <laughs> where it's just like, like especially that scene where they're trying to pick up Samuel Hung, who's trying to portray like he's crazy, and they run yep. out, all three of them run out of the van so fast, like that's a little too quick. That doesn't seem humanly possible. Like there, it's like I'm I'm waiting to hear. Oh yeah, someone slapping a ball, dude. Well, dude, like the and and like you said, this movie is just so all over the place. Like, it's do you awesome. guys remember how this movie starts? Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can guess. Do I get uh, one? They're, the they're training. They're training. They're training in there. Yes. They're training. With the, and then with that, with, they they do the whole thing with the police officer in the bucket of water because he's staring at the girl. Oh yes. Yep. Oh my god. And he gets like the black rag all over his face, and he gets embarrassed because uh, he's you know covered in dirt or whatever. And then oh we gosh. see the conversation with Samo and and him becoming the boss of the place, right? Of because the, the other guy, because the detective owes money, because Matt yeah, owes because money. He owes money. And then the Who dirt you don't see scene. ever again. You'll see ever yeah. again. He doesn't show up ever. 
Yeah, it literally was like, here's who this person is. He's the new leader of the investigation squad. <laughs> and then they go into the square and they do the dirt bike sequence. Like, yes. what was the, the point tree. of that? What? Why? Why was that even part? It, it, it had well, zero impact to the rest of the story. Here's the thing. There's always tropes in every motion picture. There's always a trope. In Hong Kong action films, there's always a motorcycle gang. There were motorcycle gangs in Hard Target. There were motorcycle guys in Hard Boiled. There's motorcycle guys in Rumble in the Bronx. I mean, all, all the weird little heavy scenes where the guys are heavies, they all ride dirt bikes. That's what the the hoodlums do. Yes, what the hoodlums proceeds to clutch pearls. Yes, yes. (laughs) Oh, you villain! It's just, it's the most absurd thing ever. But it was just, but there's so many. I mean, there's just like all these Hong Kong action movies back in the 80s and 90s. I mean, they there was a villain. One of the villains, got, they drove. He's got the tattoos and the earrings, and he's in the leather jacket, and his hair he's is got all a mohawk. Messy. Oh my gosh! And he's got makeup on. Ooh, <laughs> bad guy! <laughs> bad guy! Yeah, it's a bad guy. <laughs> oh my god! That's exactly oh what this god. was. Every time, you, like for all those sequences in every one of those movies, in Hard Target, in Hard Boiled. <laughs> It, like every time you're like, ooh, bad guy. And then you, you remember the the dirt bike gang at the beginning of the Ninja Turtles movie? Yes. Bad yes. Guy. Bad guy. It's the same thing, dude. That's all they're yes. trying to do. So tropey, yes. man. It's so tropey, which is this hilarious. Was so shit. Oh, and I got the sides of my head shaved because I'm I'm rad, dude. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Is that why it's you put just... motocrossed on the on the thing there? Because of this movie, <laughs> dude, you have motocrossed on the thing. Oh man, this is so <laughs> ridiculous. This whole sequence. Uh, I uh. thought I was wondering if you had like uploaded that old movie Rad from the eighties no. with the BM with the BMX, the BMX place. Yep. <laughs> yes. Ooh, is he a bad guy? He's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, oh so god. there's another. This movie was so, like, so awful. <laughs> they, they just there's another scene where where they're where they're okay. So they they finally have decided like she gets kidnapped. Not only that, but then like the mom gets kidnapped too because unfo- like strangely enough. Uh, 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 Sylvia is the heir to a a, a massive fortune, bazillion of dollars account, somewhere of account <laughs> because Gloria, who is her mom, who's in the asylum that loves David's dad, played by Biao Yun, uh, uh, she had an affair with a count, and Sylvia is the daughter of this guy, but he never had any kids with his wife. Like they couldn't have kids, but she had one with the maid. So on his deathbed, he, which is, oh my God, it's so cliche. On his deathbed, he, he just, he, he admits to everything. And now the Count's wife wants to make sure that she gets taken care of, which would never happen in real fucking life. No, the Count's he wife to, no, he wants to save himself so that he's she not. would but not I, be that gracious. Pause, pause for a second. Because there was, 
there's something controversial here. Oh, okay. In one of the movies that actually, in one of the dubs, dubbed versions, they use the word rape, where the Count raped Gloria. Yes, and then, that's true, and you're the right. other version that I watched, they, they said affair. So, dude, I was so thrown off by this. Again, <clears throat> I, I feel like I watched <laughs> two movies. totally different things. <laughs> yes, you're right. In the dubbed version, they did say he raped her. I'm like... This Wait. this what's it? This movie's rated TV fourteen. They're like this movie. Yeah, and then the scene in the bathroom where she's taking a shower. I'm like, my daughter was in the room. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta change the station. Like, I gotta move forward a little no. bit. I'm like, granted, she's hot as fuck, but I was just like, what the fuck? Oh my god. I was like, Hong, is this like Hong Kong stuff? This is Hong Kong ratings. They didn't they didn't have a rating for this movie when it came yeah. out. Like, it wasn't rated in China or in Hong Kong. So but it, it was so funny because they they she says they tell her, oh you're essentially the product of rape, and she's like that's disgusting. I don't want to know my dad. Well, good for you. He's already. <laughs> she's like, oh well, then, then you never know. Number four. You know, like you know, money, money, money does change things. You know what I mean? It does. It, yeah. You know, it, and she, it, it, you you have to understand she's she's not she's not a bitch. You know. She understood that she was a child. No, you're a fucking child. How is that even possible? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, does that mean? So let me ask you a question. Does that mean that she's really just so fucking shallow that she doesn't care because she's just going to get a boatload of fucking cash? I got just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I know I have mine. Yes. So do I. And believe me, mine ain't that expensive. It is not that expensive. No, I'll be cheap, folks. I'm a cheap fucking date, bro. Just fucking get me going. But, but, okay, so this is something that was like, 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 I was, and this is one of the things that, like, one of the things that, like, kind of, like, just killed me in this movie was, like we said, we've mentioned the transitions from scene to scene where there was no context in the scene before. Like, the skateboard scene, like you guys mentioned, where they're all riding skateboards with her, she ends up, in the water because they don't listen to her because she just hits some fucking thing and she falls in the water. But then it transitions to them all riding on horseback on the beach. Yeah, they're all best friends. Yep. They're good guys. And then they're walking on the beach. I'm like, where'd the fucking horses go? Yep. Like, just let them go. What Why happened? Not? I mean, like, this, this isn't Savannah where there's horses on the beach, <laughs> like wild horses on the beach. I mean, this is fucking Barcelona, Spain. And what did that happen? And then the other scene, another scene that like tripped me out completely. Sam was gone for like this whole thirty minute sequence. Of yes, the, the catacombs. No, no. Well, the cat. Well, oh, forgot about the catacombs. I forgot totally about the catacombs. Let's talk about Elias. Discuss the catacombs, please. Dude, what? What the fuck was going on there? <laughs> Is this a bunch of stoic homeless people just staring? Staring at oh, you're talking about like whenever they were yeah the the blank faces um, that they had the just staring and then Sam Ho goes <laughs> next to a guy that's got this really pressured <laughs> very concentrated face and he just drops a nasty deuce right next to him yeah <laughs> yes. yep. I wasn't totally expecting that it. I was like what the fuck is going on here dude <laughs> oh my god dude I just I can't with this movie there was so much there was so much this is 
Dude, I, I, I wish Eric had seen this movie. You, we need to tell Eric to watch this movie just so we can fucking enjoy what we're experiencing right now. We had fencing. So we went, oh, so that, man. And then, okay, so the scene where she gets kidnapped. Yes, we did. We did have fencing. I still very think high it was class, funny that super enriched. It, exclusively for how smelly that shit was, Sano <laughs> had to break and yell and let them be found, right? They were hiding and had it going. And be, it, the fun. only reason was because the shit was that gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just, I just was just like, wow, dude. Like, they really, they, like, they went there. Like, I was not expecting for some reason some dude to sit next to Samuel Hung and be dropping a fucking deuce, pitching a <laughs> loaf in the middle of the catacombs with and you've got- all this other random homeless people. You've all got other the people just around him. And they're just. Everybody's running and we got to hide. My God, such a tense moment. And he legit just. That's it. Let's turn. Let's see. And, and <laughs> they, they finish this sequence by throwing money into the air. Yep. And, and all then, the homeless people run to it. Even though there's clearly a path around this huddle of people, they have to go right through the middle of it and can't get out fast enough. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so and then, of course, we're so smart to hide by ducking in the throng of individuals as they cut through. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> like he just, <laughs> I just, and then, but, but, so, so, okay, so the and then, one last and then, piece and then they get... find the guy, they find the guy, right, the, the British benefactor, and they yes. try to kill him. They try to I throw know. him off the balcony. <laughs> the, the balcony of like one of the most famous, you know, churches in the world. I mean, there's like it's the cathedral in Barcelona that's super famous. You know, it's just. And then his hat falls off. I'm like, oh shit, they were really up there. Fuck me. Like, I mean, that that freaked me out. I'm like, I know Hong Kong goes for it. They go for it. They go 110%. But I was like, damn, dude. That was not expecting them to be up there. But then, but then here's where I was watching the movie and I was like, what the fuck just happened? They're doing this whole scene. They figured out, oh, we know exactly where they're at. They're at Mondale's castle. Okay, let's go there. Then they cut to them being there. And they have all this gear. Like, where the fuck did this gear come from? They're in, like, <laughs> green clothes, ready to fucking, like, be, like, super spies. Like, where well, the hell did all this shit come this from? they gear, dude. What, why wouldn't like, they have that? Clearly, I mean, they I were didn't, prepared. I didn't know food truck guys did this kind of shit. I, like, I, was just like, I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. It it's is, um, it's, it's, it's like the A-team. It's like the A-team Hong Kong style. Van, all the tools, dudes that could kick some ass, no mercenary training. Yeah, but they weren't for the reference back to the A team because the A team started back in '83. This movie came out in '84. They mentioned it in the dubbing. They actually mentioned it in the dubbing. Like in the dubbing, he's like, Yeah, they do. He goes, He's like telling him, Oh, you guys are gonna be this, you're gonna do that. He's like, no, 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 no. What about you? We're not gonna listen to you. He's like, okay, no. With me, we're the A team. Like, he's just like, oh my god. Oh shit! I didn't even pick that up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? Like, and then they all go different ways. Like, Jackie Chan has the coolest ways, but he gets hit in the head with a baseball. 
like because yeah. they're playing baseball on top of the castle. <laughs> like, and he falls like like thirty feet. Like he literally falls thirty feet. Like, how did he survive that without getting being paralyzed? Like it was just insane. Like he was able to not to, can, not to survive. I'm like, oh my god! And then the other oh, guy, and they make a big deal about, oh, we need to sneak in unseen, and all three of their asses get caught. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I'm just like, what is up with this motion picture? Oh my god! And then they all fight. Okay, so this that we've we've gone through basically an hour and twenty minutes of this motion picture, and we actually get to the good parts, which are the actual fight scenes amongst these three guys. And we did it in 20 minutes, by the way. We went through yes. the highlights of this movie in 20 in minutes. In 20 minutes. So the, the fight scene, so based on, so talking about the fight scene, so you have this guy, Keith Vitale, who is a, who I read up on him. He was the guy that fought uh, uh, Biao Yun. He fought Biao Yun, and I read up on him. He's like, he's a three-time world karate champion. From 78 to 80, he was the he was really? three-time World Karate Champion. He held the that title that long. Crazy dude. That's okay. like there's all these people that are just so like well accomplished in this uh, th- this like you know martial arts of some sort type of world, and yeah, they all go into like these choreographers or you know actual like stuntmen or leads in some cases, and yeah, dude, yeah, just tear shit up, dude. Yeah, dude. So so he so he 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 is a karate champion. I guess that's what he did. That was his thing. Then the guy fighting, oh, you know, Samuel Hung's guy is an actor. Don't, that is an actor. And Samuel Hung's fight was not great. It was whatever. It was a fencing scene. It was not that awesome. But, but the actual, uh, but the fight between Jackie Chan and, uh, Benny the Jet. Benny the Jet. Hold on a second. Okay, sorry. No, I'm getting a weird message, and I'm like, why am I getting this message? So, anyways, I'm not allowing to reset the password. Anyways, by the way, oh, this is how we do it live, ladies and gentlemen, live. Anyways, the um, back, back in for today's episode, it seems like it's so great. The so then you have Jackie Chan's fight with Benny the Jet Urquidez. Okay, so Benny the Jet Urquidez is a totally different animal. I've known about Benny the Jet since I was a kid, since I was probably like 10, 11 years old when I would read like Black Belt Magazine. I don't know if you remember Black Belt Magazine, but Black Belt Magazine was like big in the 80s and 90s because it was just, it was all karate shit. Was it just about karate? Okay. 100%. It was all about karate, martial arts. It was all, you could buy fucking size from this magazine. I mean, you could buy fucking weapons and shit. So, so it was like the magazine for martial arts and martial arts enthusiasts. So he sounds like an elite so, club. Are you recruiting? <laughs> yes, we are, but not you because you were too young. Um, the uh, the the so Benny the Jet. Um, I read about him on this in this in this in this magazine, but he was a fucking badass. He like he held titles in like eight different weight classes. He like studied. He has black belts in like five or six different different like martial arts styles he was a kickboxing world champion he has his record i have his record actually up here because i looked it up his record his kickboxing record was what he's famous for his record is 67 total matches okay 67 matches 
63 wins, 57 by knockout. Dang, one loss, dude. one draw, and two no contests. If you watch some of his highlights, there's, there's, I watched something called like the top five knockouts for Benjamin Riquidez. He is brutal. I mean, he is a brawler in the biggest sense in regards to martial arts. He's close, up close. He's making kicks. He's punching. He's doing everything. Like his his style is like he he knows Kempo Shotokan. He knows he has his own style called Ukidokan, which is his style, and he also knows kickboxing. But Kempo Shotokan was also in the nineties. It was used to be called shoot fighting, which is kind of like which was kind of like the precursor to mixed martial arts. It was a precursor to MMA. And That's so crazy. they asked, yeah, so, so that was his kind of specialty. And so he, his, and, and only that, his move, which you see in this movie, actually, which I saw the, when I was watching the scene, I was like, shit, he did it. His move is the spinning, spinning jump back kick. Okay. So just in, the, in the fight that he does with Jackie Chan, he does the spinning jump back oh, kick. And yeah. it's not a really... And it hits Jackie Chan. Like, he hits him square in the chest. And I don't know what it is, but I don't think they were pulling their punches in this, in this scene. It didn't seem like they were pulling their punches in a lot of these fight scenes because I was like, fuck. Dude, Especially this is early scene. enough. This is early enough in that series where folks like uh, Samo and... Jackie Chan were not hitting with intent to be hurtful, like to be, to be, you know, lethal or whatever, but they're also not pulling them. Like they're, they're making impact. They're actually hitting yeah. somebody. It's not, it, they're just making it look like it's harder than how they're actually hitting them. But, but they're hitting them. They're absolutely hitting them. They're not pulling punches. Like you see in today's like actions where it's, you know, all camera angles and gimmicks that make it look like you've been hit. Yeah, no, I mean, like they, they're they're not okay. They're hitting them with force, but not force enough where they're gonna cause super damage. But they're hitting exactly. Them. They're hitting them like it's it's like it like if 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 like you know when you were like in middle school and you you and your friend were fighting, you know usually you know you, you're not gonna hit as hard, but you're gonna hit. You're gonna make them feel it, but you're not gonna hurt them to a certain degree. But I don't know, dude. That spinning back kick, I was like, oh, that looked like it hurt. Like it was harsh. And knowing Jackie Chan, he probably like helped him with the fight coordination. And they were like, he was like, look, when you make this move, I want you to hit me. Like, I want you to really, because, okay, going back to Harrison Ford, you guys remember um, Air Force One, the movie he yeah. did with Gary yeah. Oldman, yep. where he was the president? president. So, yeah. So there's a scene where he's fighting Gary Oldman. And this is true. This is no lie. In that scene where he's fighting Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman punches him in the face. A few times. And so when they were doing the scene, Harrison was like, I need you to hit me. We need to make it real. It was not that scene. It was actually the scene where he actually shows up and he, and he like, you know, says he's hostage. He's a hostage. And he takes him hostage. It's like the first scene they meet each other. And he punches him in the face. Well, when they were doing the rehearsals and they were doing the scenes initially, Gary Oldman didn't hit him he wanted to make it seem like he hit him or he didn't hit him hard enough harrison ford was like no 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 no. i need you to hit me and he's like no but i mean i don't want to hurt you and you're the star you know like you're the star like me i'm like no, no no 
I want you to hit me, and I want you to hit me as hard as you can, like as if this is actually happening. And he did. And they did like five or six different takes. And every single time, he punched him hard. Like he went. And and so the pain that you see in Harrison Ford's face in that scene is actual pain because he just got punched in the face by Gary Oldman. Fast forward to this. All this, this fight scene with Benny the Jet, he's just like, it's like, it's like so nuts, dude. I mean, like, it's he's just really going crazy. Well. It's done so well. Like, I was like, where was this, this whole movie? Like, this is amazing. It's like, they definitely put a lot of work in there. And I consider that sequence to be on par with, I don't know if you ever remember the sequence, but there's a sequence with um, Jet Li in Killzone where they're, he's fighting I, with a baton and there's a guy Killzone. in an alley. Dude. Okay, so it's it's like a I don't know probably seven or eight minute sequence that essentially when you look at the behind the scenes it was almost entirely improv done in one night no rehearsing of choreography for months like you would normally see yeah they did it in one night and they totally improv it because apparently the two Jet Li and whomever he was fighting um, trained together and they knew each other's fighting style so they could kind of read each other well enough that they could just improvise an entire fight sequence. And it's the best sequence in the whole movie. And it's very much like this sequence here that we're talking about in this movie. Bro, that's awesome, dude. Like, I mean, it's some of those movies are great. Like, like I know Derek just sent me, she sent me and, and Elias this, uh, this video called the top 10, you know, best fight scenes in movies. Is, is that from Cinefix? Were they from Cinefix? Yeah, it was Cinefix. So they had a scene in the top, movie, uh, which also- top, top 10 movie fight scenes, yeah. Yeah, so one of the, the number two on that scene, which was great, which is actually very awesome. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, guys. Have you guys ever seen Legend of the Drunken Master with Jackie Chan? It's amazing. I haven't. It's, it came out in like 99. It's a great fucking movie. And yeah, the dubbing is not great. It's okay. It's pretty good. Like It's like Rumble in the Bronx dubbing, but at least Jackie Chan does his own dubbing. You know what I mean? Because he's actually doing his own dubbing in the movie. Because after Rumble in the Bronx, he did all his own dubbing. Every movie he came out that he dubbed in English, he did all his own dubbing. He had to do it. It was by contract. So it could actually sound good. You know what I mean? And But dude, Legend of the Drunken Master is such a good fucking movie. I mean, I fucking watched it when I worked at Blockbuster in college. And I was like, this movie's amazing. I have it. I think I own the movie still. I think I still have the it's movie. Because, it's, so it's because that, that movie, Jackie Chan had clearly figured out his fighting style that had really evolved. Yeah. He had this, he had this like totally imaginative fighting style that he wanted to use for a movie. He had his comedic fight sequences and the use of even some of the props and scenery. Like he really was known for this was him like truly blossoming into the great martial art entertainer that we know today. Yeah. Dude. Using those same things. For real. Did you guys did you guys notice and rewatch that second uh, that there was a sequence where he's fighting uh with that with uh, Jackie Chan's fighting with that guy what's his name Benny the Jet Benny the Jet um he's yes. fighting with that guy Benny the Jet and the street, right? do, in the street No no it was in the castle at the end but he's doing he hits him in the face in slow motion and you see oh, like yes. the ripples of it, and I was like, "Dude, he's really fucking hitting him, dude. That's that's like, fucking it's, crazy." It's like it's it's like on point. Like you're for real. Like they're really doing it. Like there's okay. So there's another movie with Jackie Chan. Um, it's with him and Jet Li. It's The Forbidden Kingdom. 
came out oh, in 08. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's an okay movie. It's not bad. It's okay. It's about a kid who like is in modern day and all of a sudden he shows up in fucking like, you know, martial arts era like, you know, old like like in you, you know, emperor time of uh of of China. Like he's just there. It's like he's like uh, it's it, the kid who's in the movie, he's, he's been in other stuff, but anyways, so the while they're filming and, and the movie has Jackie Chan and Jet Li. They're both in the movie. While they're filming the motion picture, the director, there's a scene between Jackie Chan and Jet Li where Jackie Chan plays the Monkey King. Okay, Jackie Chan's oh, the Monkey yeah. King, and uh, and uh, he's been in has been a hermit for years, and 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 uh, or Yu Luyan, old hop or whatever. He plays someone else, and I think Jet Li is actually the Monkey King. I don't remember. Yeah, Jet Li's the Monkey King, and 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 Jackie Chan is someone else. He's Lu Yan, yep, this other this old it. guy. So so. Anyways, what I'm saying is that there's a scene where Jet Li and Jackie Chan fight. Now, granted, this movie this movie is directed by an uh, it was directed by an American guy. It wasn't directed by a Hong Kong director or an action director. Or it's directed by an American dude for that movie. He stopped in the middle of the fight scene, and because he, he had to tell Jackie Chan and Jet Li, slow down. Yeah, you're going too fast for my cameras. I cannot keep up with the scene. You're going too fast. You're moving too <laughs> fast within the fight. You need to slow down and let me make sure I can. How how crazy is that? You're talking to two dudes who are super good at their job, and they're at this point they're well they're into their sixties, and they, well, they they're and in their sixties. The like you remember, you remember like uh, Bruce Lee used to be able to like. Uh, throw like a six foot guy back with his with like a, one yeah, inch punch with right? a one inch punch. Like that's that's serious talent, right? Like that motherfucker yeah. just practiced that shit, right? For real. <clears throat> but man, oh, but yeah, God. no, it's just the whole all these scenes, dude. The, the, but going back to the Benny the Jet scene and the other guy scene with uh with Biao Yun, like the other guy scene was good too. Like he was fucking great too with Biao Yun, but. Man, that scene Bouncing with Jackie around Chan. the tables and the couches and stuff. Wow, it was just. But and I've seen movies with Biao Yun. I've seen I've seen a lot of his, I've seen his movies as well. He's done a lot of um. He does a lot of the old school. I used to, I saw a lot of this stuff because here's the thing: Jackie Chan and Biao Yun came out in that time period where they were trying to find the next Bruce Lee, and Biao Yun actually played a character called Bruce Lee in the movie. Like he was Bruce Lee in the movie. Like I mean, it was just or Bruce Lee. You know what I mean? So like yeah. they just he he they 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 both got started in that thing where they were looking for the next Bruce Lee because Bruce Lee had just unfortunately passed away at that point. And so and so but yeah like it was just oh my god this movie the only bright spot of this motion picture is that fight scene <laughs> that's the only bright spot like I I, I literally really? lived I lived an hour I watched an hour and twenty minutes of this motion picture just to go through that fight scene. Come on, I, man! I could, Look. I I have to tell you, you gotta be. Yeah, you're right. This is this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that on Rotten Tomatoes, this this has a uh, this has a a crowd score of eighty one percent. Why that is, I don't know. It's but it's got a crowd score. It, it's an award winning movie. No, but it was an award winning movie back in the eighties, oh, in my mind. And it's also. I read somewhere that it's the, I guess, the story behind the Kung Fu video game for NES. 
you guys see that? The Kung Fu. No. Yes. So I saw it somewhere. Look it up. But the Kung Fu video game is loosely oh based. Oh, my God. Yep. I oh was. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh it God. totally says that. Yeah. The Kung Fu Master video game that was released off of the uh, NES in 84. They <laughs> based it off of. Uh, they. They. Start their story as a sequel to the Jackie Chan and Sumo Hung film Meals on or Wheels on Meals. No, basically they made a sequel that was a video game. Nobody knows that though. <laughs> How do you even say that, dude? Like, what is that? Hey, That's dude, I, so I went unweird. down some back alley reading some of this shit, and I came across it. I was like, no way. So That's yeah. crazy, dude. <laughs> What a deep cut, man. Way to go. <laughs> wow. See, this is, this you is what you up? bring to the table. How did you know that, dude? I, dude, I, my, Google, my Google search skills are second to none. Wow, I'm, that's I'm absurd. I'm investigator. Yeah, I could get some really they cool. They also had an there. arcade <laughs> console, so it was actually in arcades for kids to play. Wow, dude. That's the genre nuts. of the game was classified as beat em up. <laughs> just, like the movie. just like the movie. Wow, that's so nuts! It was even in North oh. America. This was this was like really aimed at kids in that era. That's so cool, dude. That was this, that was <laughs> the eighties thing, though. The the kung fu fighting. Yeah. Everybody had that same defense stance, leaning back and putting well, I mean, both fists. Yeah, up. that's when Van Dam was huge. That's when you know uh, everyone was still super interested in watching Bruce Lee's stuff. Um, because Bruce Lee was still around at that point, right? He didn't pass until what nineties, early nineties. What Bruce Lee? No, no Bruce Lee died no, in like nineteen seventy two, dude. Oh, yeah, really? Bruce Lee. Okay. Yeah, Bruce Lee died. Bruce Lee died before the release of Enter the Dragon. Like he had died before the release of Enter, oh, which wow. made him a superstar. Okay, like he was already huge in in, in Hong Kong and in the Asian market, but. Enter the Dragon was supposed to be his foray into the Western market, and he passed away before that movie. Just before that movie came out, like, and they used actual footage of his funeral and his dead body in the coffin was actually used in one of those movies that he had been shooting, and there was some yeah. sort of they actually used his dead body and the actual funeral footage of everybody paying uh, paying homage to him. Pretty crazy. Okay. But yeah, you're, you're yeah, probably that's thinking that's nuts, dude. Yeah, for real. Randomly died in the it was yeah, he, he died back then. You thought he died in the nineties? No. Yeah, his son though. Yes, his... yes. Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Brandon Lee, yeah, his son. His son died. His son died of a uh, the same situation that happened with the yeah yeah with the, the same situation the stage, that happened so. with the lady on that movie with Alec Baldwin was the same thing that happened to Brandon Lee on Somebody, the crow, right? Wasn't it the yeah crow? on the crow in the action. Man, but what happened to Bruce Lee? He, uh, I think he died of like an aneurysm. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah, think it was like the that. same thing. No, no. Well, I mean, well, Brandon Lee died because he shot. He got shot with a. There was a gun that had a um, a bullet still in the barrel from when they had shot it off for blanks to create the shells for blanks, and the bullet was still in the barrel. 
and they didn't check the barrel. And then when they shot the blank, it shot the bullet. And actually, this they kept the scene that he got shot in because his wife was like, Bentley's wife or his mom, something like that, said, no, keep the scene. So they actually, the shot that he gets, the scene that he gets shot in, which was at the pawn store, the pawn, the pawn, uh, the pawn shop in The Crow, was actually the shot that he got killed in. It was actually his death scene in Dude, real life. That's, like, he that's got shot. insane. Yeah. That's yeah. really edgy. Like, they don't do that. Yeah. No. So, yeah. It says, it says I mean, Bruce Lee had uh, collapsed during a, a dialogue recording session. Yeah. 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 He, he, and then, like, and the thing was, is that with the crow, this is crazy. This is really crazy. This is another thing that's really crazy about that, that movie when they were filming it. He died with like three days left to shoot. He had only three days left of shooting. That's why the scenes that you could, I mean, we'll eventually we'll watch The Crow. I'm sure I'll pick it. But at some point, but they only have, there's only like three or four like actual shots where they actually use like, like uh, stand-ins for him. Like otherwise, I oh, mean, it really? was, it's all him. Or they like superimposed, like, like they, they cut, they, they, they used, using special effects, they actually like added him into a scene, you know what I mean? Using special effects. But, but it, they only had like, 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 I mean, maybe not three days, like a week left of shooting, but like yeah. nothing. They had nothing left to shoot, really. Like they, they, they had shot this scene, it was like one of the last scenes they were shooting, and he just ended up dying, you know, from a freak accident, you know, which was awful. But, which is crazy, dude. But yeah, dude. But I, I got nothing else to talk about this movie. Derek, I don't think there is much, man. You, this you was a brought really something bad to pick. the table that that you know, I just can't. I don't know what to you do. brought something that brought nothing. Only that I could do. Only I Derek could do. This Only thing. Derek could do it. I mean, he's got. You've done the trifecta, bro. You have literally done the trifecta. <laughs> And Look, this I is, needed this... to elevate elevate the status of this podcast. Not <laughs> is that what you're trying to do? And, okay. and bringing quality film is part of that, such That's as these bangers of me- wheels on wheels. <laughs> oh, my God. So right, give me so, a rating. Go ahead. All right. I'll give you my rating. I'm going to be nice, honestly, because I enjoyed that last fight scene. That last fight scene basically did it for me. So I'm going to give this movie... Honestly, uh, a hard five five. That's it. I that's all I can do for this movie. I can't do more than that. And it's lucky okay. that it gave I gave it that because of that fight scene. That's that's the only thing that survived that 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 actually did well for me was that fight scene. Are we keeping tabs of what previous ratings were on podcast? Uh, yes, yes. Derek is. Do we know what I rated? Like that. Uh, hard oh, the hard boiled. I don't even know. Hard, no hard target. Hard target? hard target. The last one. Hard target was a four. Oh, hard target was way more entertaining. I think I gave it like a four. <laughs> I was pretty. I was pretty not nice. Um, you gave it a four, dude. You gave it a four. I gave it a four. <laughs> I'll, give one, I'll, give, I'll give this one a four because of peer pressure. The fight scene was good, and you know it's entertaining, dude. It, it, it hits on yeah. all the different. Yeah, you gave it a four. The eighties, the, the the kung fu component, the skateboarding, the grappling hooks. Um, you're you're clocking you're clocking in and out, dude. We can't hear you. Oh shit! Lies. All right. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Can you guys hear me? 
Yes. No. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. No, it it just hits on all the eighties. Lost him. You're good, Elias. We can hear you, man. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. No, it, again, I was just saying it hits on all the 80s, you know, typical 80s things with kung fu, the violence, the skateboarding, the random cuts, like you were saying, the horseback riding. Motorcycles. Uh, the motorcycles, <laughs> the damsel in distress, um, you know, the, the car with all the gadgets that, you know, shoots all sorts of shit or gets shit thrown out of oh, that. Yes. Magically stored in it somewhere. Um, yeah, it's it's. Dude, it's like a, it's like a potpourri of the eighties mixed all into one movie, one terrible movie, but mixed all into it. So yeah, I'll give it a four. <laughs> it's maybe maybe it's maybe it's a maybe it's a potpourri. It's a potpourri. Probably. <laughs> so what's your rating, sir? I'm I'm gonna do four. He gave it a four. He gave it a four. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I let's cut to the chase. Yeah. Um, what the quality of the film, I gave it a 2.6 out of five. And for how much I enjoyed it, I gave it a 3.1. That brings mine to a 5.7. So I definitely had the highest rating here. And our average was 5.06. <laughs> Which technically makes this a better movie than Hard Target. <laughs> Not even close, dude. Hard Target was so much better. Oh my oh god. god. All right. Top shelf. Top shelf. All right. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go first. So my top shelf actually um was a it's it's actually fucking I'm gonna pick Star Trek Strange New World. I've I'm watching the new season and I'm fucking loving every bit of the show. It's so good. So fucking good. Uh, I actually I, I have an honorable mention. I watched the Shiny Happy People, which is the Duggars documentary on Prime. Oh, how was that? That's Creepy? fucking nuts. That's fucking, it's great, but it's so fucking crazy. Like what they do and what they're a part of. It's, whoa. It's only like three, four episodes. It's on Amazon Prime. It's only like four episodes for the series, but it's nuts. Nuts. But yeah, so Strange New World. We've talked about it before. We talked about it in this episode. Watch it. It's fucking great. I Like the third episode just came out tonight, so I'm going to fucking watch it in a minute oh okay elias you have a top shelf sir i i just started watching muscles and mayhem i was just telling tomas a little while ago um so espn released the 30 for 30 i I think earlier this year it's it was about the american gladiators i don't know if you remember the american gladiators Derek. you were probably too young yeah yeah, one syndication right around 89 when you were born but really awesome, quote unquote, live TV, one hour show every week, larger than life characters uh, battling against regular Joes in some really funky made up games that they had. But two different documentaries that I've watched. So I've watched for 30 American Gladiators, talks about the perspective of how it was made. And then 
the new series that just released on Netflix, it's like a seven or eight episode series or documentary that gives you the perspective from the most popular gladiators on the show. So I'm about halfway through. It's really entertaining. Um, Dude, that's cool. Watching these people, like how they've aged and, you know, they're like frozen in time for me. They'll forever be frozen in time. You know, Zap and Ice and Laser, all these different names. Nitro. 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 Yeah, Nitro's, Nitro's part of the part of the documentary. So I highly recommend checking it out. And then I did also watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, three-part series uh, called Arnold on Netflix. Pretty entertaining. It was a good one. All right. I this one was really easy for me to pick, honestly. I started this series when it first came out. It had a bunch of hype about it. And I was like, there's no way this is any good. I think this is going to be trash. It's going to be boring. I'm not I'm not down. And I watched the first episode and then I dropped it. And then eventually, for one reason or another, I just went back and rewatched it. And then I watched the second episode and then the third and the fourth. And I was sucked in. And now we're on. They just released the 10th episode, which is the climax of the season. And it is fantastic. This is called Silo. Oh, I've been watching it. I haven't seen that. I'm I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of the second episode. Oh, man. This show breaks your brain, man. Okay, so here's the premise. There's 10,000 people living in this underground silo. So it's like hundreds of levels and floors with, you know, hospitals and schools and way in the future, a whole society within this silo. And they have controlled like breeding, like, Oh, all right. You want to, you want to, you know, uh, say that you're a couple and get that approved. And then, all right, you're approved to have children one, you know, or whatever. And they live in this like dystopian because they're kind of isolated in here. If they go outside, they die. And it's about them learning because they have no history. They have no understanding of why they're in this silo. Just that these are the, they have a book of rules and they know they follow the rules, but they have no idea why they're there or what happened before them or how they got here. They just for generations have lived in this silo. And so it's about them figuring out like what's really going on and who's pulling the strings and is it safe to go out or not? It's like, it's, it's like, I mean, I think, I think the show, like in, in the, in the, in the aspect of the show, like they've been living in this silo for well over a hundred years, well over a hundred years. Oh, the way that they describe it, we're talking about um, a minimum of probably two or three hundred years. Yeah, I would say they've been living in this silo. That they've been in this silo, and and that's as far back as they remember in their documents. They have record history. of, yeah, they yeah. have records of because they know that at once upon a time there was a war in the silo, and the people who won expunged all of the history that they had of the event or everything prior. And so it's just from that day forth that they have history. Dude, it's crazy. The whole show. Anyway, season finale just came out, I think yesterday or today, and I'm going to be watching that shit after we're done tonight. Unless you're muted. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. I'm I'm in the middle of the second episode, and I'm just like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? 
Dude, it's so good. It's so good. All right. It sounds like so, Fallout. The video game Fallout got turned into a series. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So who's got the next pick? I have the next pick. Elias will have the next pick after that. So okay. I'll do the next cool. pick. So. All right. So. All right. What do you got? I, I uh, had a lot of ideas. You just say that. Tell me. Tell me it's what I want it to be. Go ahead. I don't know what you want it to be. What do you want it to be, Derek? I don't. It's not gonna be what you want it to be. So tell me what you want it to be. I want to watch Yes, Madam. What the fuck? No. <laughs> We're not gonna continue with Hong Kong for a while. Why let's give not? Hong Kong a break. It's so great. Let's give, <laughs> let's give Hong Kong a break, okay? We can come back to Yes, Madam when it's your choice. You can choose Yes, Madam. Uh, I know Dude, you want to watch fucking Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock fight it out, but no, thank you, not right now. Um, Even okay, no. um, what's that guy's name? Uh, John John Shum Kinfun or something like that. The guy who always I have does no the, idea. He does the goofy impressions that are super offensive to Asian people. <laughs> I don't know, dude. All right, so I, I I was thinking about the movies. I have a couple movies that I in my mind. I'm just trying to wonder if whether or not uh, that. I have two movies in mind. I just want to know, do we want to go a little bit smarter or do we want to go really fucking hard action? You know, if we're not going to do yes, madam. (laughs) You know what? You know what? We're going to go smart because we have an engineer on the show now. We're going to go a little smart today. Here we go. The next episode. We We are going to watch the sci-fi motion picture directed by Christopher Nolan. We're going to watch Interstellar. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Dude, this is so trippy. It is. We're going to watch Interstellar. I've been meaning to watch it. I'm meaning to bring it to the show. We haven't seen it. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's watch Interstellar. I want to see that. I own it. Okay, just making sure. This is not your first yeah. run. No, 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 not at all. And I and actually, I saw that movie when it first came out. I was actually one of those idiots who went to the movie theater and watched it in 70 millimeter film. Like, Dude, why I loved not? every why second of you? it. You should. Well, I, the guy I went to go watch it with, he That's was like, right yeah, we should. But the guy I went to go watch it with, he was like, no, you should watch it in digital. And I'm like, no, 70 millimeters is so much better. But guess what? In the motion picture, all of a sudden, the fucking projector fucked up and burned the film. I'm like, God damn it, man. Oh like, God, I just flipped I don't it over think, to digital. And, and then the guy, and the guy I'm with is like, you see, you see, if it was digital, what would have happened? I'm like, fuck you, dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but anyways. Oh, but yeah, so we're going to watch good. Interstellar, folks, with Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, so, I mean, it's also got Anne Hathaway and Jessica that's Chastain. That's true. And Michael Kine. Michael Kine, pull my finger. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's got so much better work than that. <laughs> like anything right. else he's been in. <laughs> but, you know, the, okay, so as far as quotes for this motion picture, you know, we always do a quote at the end of the, of the movies. But, you know, there's not that many quotes in this motion picture at all. <laughs> you already got your quote. Elias gave it to you. Oh, which one was the quote? Not a quote, but uh, Jackie Chan ran a train on her. Perception of. Oh yeah, no, that's the title. That's the title. And then, no, 
No, the, the only one is, oh my God. They only have, I, this is how memorable, there was only one actual quote in IMDb for this motion picture. One quote in IMDb. And it's by the henchman eating a meal in a castle says, okay guys, stop playing now and come and have something to eat. Come on. Like, that's it. That's all. There's so, and it's, God, this there movie. You go. There this you movie. go, man. Oh no, what about the, in the dubbed version, it's like, let's play the, the wrong answer game. I'm like, what are you doing, guys? And then the, and then the subtitle says the mismatched answers. I'm like, Wow, this motion picture is wild. So, yeah, so we ain't got a quote for you folks. Just watch the motion picture or don't watch it. Believe me, you don't need to. Fast forward to the end and watch the fight scene. Skip it, folks. Yes. All right. So, everybody, thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Peace out, everybody. Leroy Dragon.